do we do we need to talk about your unhealthy monopoly obsession or, or do we just or do we just let that fly <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the developer interview here at SBR Without Parole. My name is Brian Paul and sitting with me this week, the glorious, the amazing Jimmy Bowers over there at Endreams, the community manager, uh, who are developing the upcoming PSVR exclusive, Fract. Jimmy, how excited is everybody over at Endreams right now? Probably a bit cliche to say uh, very excited because we are. <laughs> um, obviously, we couldn't foresee when we started development that most of development would take place remotely. Um, Phantom Cobra Ops that we released last year for the Oculus line of headsets was polished during lockdown, as was Far Cry VR um, that we co-developed with Ubisoft and Zero Latency, which is location-based. Um, but Fract is 100% our lockdown baby. It was kind of honed in the fires of Teams calls and tempered by not knowing you're on mute. <laughs> um, so yeah, being able to get to that stage uh, after sort of announcing in March, I believe it was, um, that this game was coming. That's great support from the community and especially the game cats, yeah, obviously. Mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but being at that finish line and being able to show this is what we've been doing with our time is really exciting. And um, obviously, not been involved in any of the technical side because I don't have those skills. <laughs> but I think the team has done a really great job, and they should be proud of what they pulled together. One hundred percent, man. This I'm I'm absolutely blown away by uh, by what I've played by Frax so far. It's beautiful, plays amazing. We'll get into a little bit more of that uh, later in the interview. Uh, but we also uh, we're also announcing today uh, the price and release date of Fract. Do you want yes. to be the one to to tell all the cats out there? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Fract is coming out August twentieth, um, but you can get early access from August seventeenth if you purchase the deluxe edition, which is an, another announcement today. <laughs> um, so the standard edition is twenty nine ninety nine US dollars um, or nineteen ninety nine if you're going uh, pounds sterling. Um, and the deluxe edition is uh, $34.99 uh, in dollars and $24.99 in pounds sterling. Um, so with the deluxe edition, you get um, like exclusive equipment skins and weapon skins, digital art book, digital sound book, and uh, the 72 hours early access as well. Okay, so first of all, usually I'm not a proponent of saying, "Oh yeah, you should get the you should get the digital deluxe version of any game." I'm like, usually it's nothing I care about. But, but <laughs> based on what I've seen so far of this game, I just want as much fract as possible. So I'll, I'll be looking deeply into the deluxe edition as we get closer to launch. Uh, for anyone who doesn't have a PSVR headset, though, or or anyone who maybe jump ship over to Quest Two, uh, yeah. this is a PSVR exclusive. And so, so tell me, what's the elevator pitch? What's going to convince people to, to pull out their PSVR headset, uh, dust the blow off of it? So we've fracked, we really wanted to provide like a proper action adventure, um, it, but um, sort of enhanced by VR. So we want to include like the gameplay depth and freedom that you get in traditional games, uh, but with the immersion and control that you can only get from VR. So with Fract, we're in quite a privileged position because we've come in at the sort of quite late in the life cycle of a strong platform like PlayStation VR. So it's already got a fantastic library of games. It's not our first PSVR game, uh, but it is our first exclusive that's purpose built for the platform. So we've been we've been able to take those sort of years of learned experiences and apply that to this game. It's um, obviously fast paced. It's exciting. It's new. Um, PlayStation themselves have been a really great partner to work with. Um, we got our break originally, um, making content for PlayStation Home. Obviously, we existed before that, but that was our sort of big break. I didn't know um, this. 
yeah, so PlayStation is, is quite is very much like part of our lifeblood. So we wanted to come to the platform and really deliver for it. Um, so if you want to feel like a badass hero fighting like interdimensional enemies, um, if you want full freedom of movement, um, drop in a, a gorgeous world, um, play Fract. I mean, we're confident enough to release a public demo ahead of the actual game. So I think that hopefully speaks for itself. It definitely speaks for itself. This game is beautiful. Uh, but speaking to uh, the action element of this, uh, I found I found that the, the element of taking cover, the way that you actually take cover in this game, uh, is is something we always. It, it's a terror. <laughs> I don't know if you've played this. Crisis on Planet of the Apes. I uh, was it was in the early Fox Interactive, I believe, uh, PSVR experience. It was like a really really small game, but the cover system was exactly the same as Fract. And so we've been right. we've been saying for years now. It's like why isn't that something you grab onto a piece of the environment, a wall, a table, or something, and you kind of pull the environment around to to kind of make it. It's such an elegant solution to, to cover-based shooting in VR, but no one else has done it. It was This is going to be such a dumb question. Was Crisis on the Planet of the Apes VR an inspiration to, to developers at End Dreams? Uh, I'd love to say yes, but uh, no. It, <laughs> it's, uh, something, <laughs> it's something we actually came to on our own. So we did a lot of um, test builds and working um, to see... Uh, what direction we wanted to go with the cover um, but grab ball cover itself was just quite intuitive to us especially using the moves um, so I, I was personally like my VR experience I'm quite used to sort of ducking and weaving like super hot VR um, style crunching myself up into a ball and trying to dodge incoming fire but yeah. I mean um, that works really well for some but for the pace that Fract is at um, we wanted to always have the player pushing forward and you can't really do that from a crumpled up ball fetal position uh, so yeah we wanted to make sure that cover was always something that is defensible and you can use it offensively as well so people we found that uh, when we were doing like um people uh, testing the game um they were instinctively looking and grabbing for that cover anyway um so yeah i think it works quite well um, and is balanced so that you can like play always play at the objective and you're not passively trying to avoid what's coming at you yeah no, it, it's fantastic. It feels great. I'm actually shocked that more games haven't implemented this system prior to this. When I was when I was playing the demo, it, it starts off and it, and it tells you this is experience's best played seated. Now you were just talking about how you're it used to VR and you used to ducking and weaving and doing all of that stuff, which isn't really something that you do as much when you play seated. I don't think when you're standing and you're sort of like in that defensive position, you kind of have more maneuverability. Uh, yeah. Why Why do you think? And dreams is saying this is best played seated because I don't I don't think I agree with that statement. <laughs> um, I think you're definitely right, uh, and it definitely opens up the accessibility of being able to play seated if you need to, mm -hmm. uh, or if you have certain requirements. Um, I think it's more dealer's choice and what and what your pre what your preference is. I mean, personally, I've played when I've played Fract um, at the studio, I've played it stood up. Um, but that option is there if you want to play seated. So it's all about giving player choice, really. And I know um, some creators that we've had as well, they, they've preferred to play seated. So um, I think it's yeah, really down to your preference. Yeah, nothing, nothing. I'll tell you, nothing feels better than going down the uh, the mountain at the beginning of the game or the beginning of the demo on, on the skis. And, uh, and, and, and you've got both poles in your hands. And I'm like, doing this. I'm like, can I go faster? Can I go faster? How much air can I get off this next jump? And I think if I was sitting down, I, I think some some of that excitement would be lost on me a little bit. But it is really, really nice to see that you guys took accessibility into consideration. 
so yeah, there's definitely um, other accessibility options as well. Um, so yeah, you can play seated or standing. Um, there's various comfort settings from uh, like FOV vignetting um, just to help with motion sickness with it being such a fast-paced game. Um, there's, of course, subtitles and the support for left and right-handed uh, fire as well. Yeah. I, and I love being able to turn all of that off if uh, if, if that's if that's your preference, you know, as, as much as as much as we love like recent games like Sniper Elite VR, it was crazy to 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 have like this this vignette that would that was forced upon you when you were like undercover or something like that, or when explosions went off. It's like it's sort of for some of us it kills the immersion. So it's always nice to have the options yeah. for people who need it, for people who don't want it, all of the above. So thank you guys so much for listening to gamers. <laughs> no worries. Uh, so we know that you didn't take any inspiration from Crisis on the Planet of the Apes. I had no idea we were going to be talking so much about this game at the beginning uh, of the interview. But what what games, what other games or what other movies did the team take inspiration from? Um, so for us, it was very much more 80s cinema that was the big inspiration for Fract. Yeah. Um, and that was like a big that was a big pull of inspiration for us. So like from Die Hard to Rambo to James Bond. Um and the many characters of Arnold Schwarzenegger over that era as well. Um, we wanted to provide the players with that power fantasy of being the action hero. And it's dropping players in like a familiar setting because we all know what that kind of cheese nostalgia explosions is like. <laughs> even if, I mean, even if you weren't around in the in the 80s to enjoy it, it we definitely had parents that forced that stuff on you. <laughs> I know uh, my stepdad definitely did with Rambo. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, the um, 80s cinema um, inspired everything down to the dialogue, to the soundtrack. Um, so yeah, that's definitely where um, the personality of Fract comes from. The game kind of oozes that bold, brash, in-your-face tone that's almost like a caricature of real life, I suppose. Yeah, it, it, it bleeds through quite a bit. Although, it does seem like at the at the beginning, it, it's all kind of taken pretty seriously. Does, does the game kind of get a little... play into the cheesiness factor a little bit more the later on you get? It does, yeah. So um, it's very much, um, I think the art style helps as well. Uh, but yeah, it's very much um, Rosales is your companion that is um, like a, a frequent companion that sort of guides you through uh, the game. Um, she's kind of like a mountain rescue, um, a lovable sort of personality. Um, but she's also quite uh, dorky. <laughs> um, so the two play off each other quite well because um, the hero that you play as in the game is a retired war hero who just wants to turn hermit and have a quiet life and just finds himself wrong place, wrong time. Mm. Um, so yeah, they they definitely play each other uh, off each other well as like foils. Awesome. So we've seen so far. Uh, let's see, we've seen skiing, we've seen ziplining, we've seen climbing. Which, by the way, I love the climbing in this game. It's just just like the cover based stuff. It, like there's just so many ledges and stuff that you can just grab onto and climb around. And I just love the feeling of climbing in VR. Uh, but can we expect to see other types of locomotion more uh, further on in the game? Uh, so the um, skiing, ziplining, climbing, and being on foot is definitely the sort of core gameplay loop. Um, the things that are revisited quite regularly and constantly throughout the experience, but they also provide like the player with options as well. So um, they're not just used as like um, transitions between areas, um, like ziplining, for example. I'm sure you've seen in the demo. You can uh, it can be used like tactically, so you can drop in behind enemies, flank them. Um, I can't speak to any specifics about other traversal method uh, traversal methods, um, but there's definitely some really cool set pieces that I think people are gonna like. That's awesome. Yeah, the the fract the fract demo showed off uh, a ton of cover based gameplay, but uh, but after I killed all the enemies, after I after everybody in the area was dead, uh, my natural instinct, and I think a natural instinct for a lot of gamers out there, is to go now and explore the whole 
in, in environment is like check out every single corner and see what there is uh, is in the full game will there be a reason to do that are there like secrets or unlockables or collectibles or anything like that was there a reason or should i just be shooting guys and just moving forward the whole time uh, yeah, so there'll definitely be reasons to cover the whole map when the game launches fully. Um, there are some collectibles in the game, which I don't think we've actually said before. Um, but the main reason will be to sort of press your tactical advantage. So we want players to apply traditional gameplay thinking to Fract. So whether that is um, how to approach each encounter, because you're not on rails, you do have the freedom to approach each encounter as you want. So whether that's how do I find a better shooting angle, how do I flank an enemy, how do I find higher ground, it's kind of these reasons why you'll be exploring uh, more of the wider area, or you could potentially find a kick-ass special weapon. Um, I'd also recommend just doing it for the stunning views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a ridiculously beautiful game. Uh, I was playing the demo on the PlayStation 5, and I, I know that uh, Endreams has mentioned that there's um, you know unlocked dynamic resolution so that can take advantage of the PlayStation 5 uh, and assuming PlayStation 4 Pro as well to kind of give it the best looking experience for each gamer. Um, It is like, but, but it's still, it still blows me away. The the fact that everything looks crystal clear, the fact that uh, all the, all the textures, that the colors really, really pop in this game. It's just really probably one, I would rank it as like top five most beautiful things I've seen in VR. And, uh, and, it just it just blew me away. So I guess I've got to ask, like, what magic is Endreams working behind the scenes? How how big is the team? Let's start with that. Okay, so our team is over 100 people now. Um, I think last count was 110, 115, something like that. Now that is um, that, that's got to be recent, right? Like, as far as I knew, Endreams was a much smaller team just like a year or two ago. Yeah, so we have had quite a, a large amount of growth, which I was a part of. Uh, in the last 12 months. <laughs> nice. um, so yeah, uh, we've definitely ramped up recently and we're continuing to expand as well um, for future projects. Um, so as for any magic we might be um, sprinkling, there's definitely a te- long technical answer as to how they exactly did it, but I don't want to embarrass myself by trying to give that <laughs> a go. <laughs> um, but uh, it, I think it goes back to developing Fract after years of learning PlayStation VR as a platform. Uh, we've been able to experiment over sort of an extended period of time how to push the hardware to its limits. I mean, we know what we can deliver on, we know what we can achieve, um, and we like to push a little bit beyond that as well. Um, the art style is definitely a conscious choice, uh, and it's definitely striking. And yeah, yeah, like I say, I really love the art style. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't. In so many games, my main drive for pushing forward, uh, I mean, obviously to you know to, to finish the game, but, but my main drive is so frequently, I just want to see what the next area looks like. And I don't think that's ever been more true than it has been with Fract. It's like, I just I can't wait to see what happens after the demo. I can't wait to see what the next area looks like in the area after that and the area after that. It's like, I just want to like experience it, um, which is something that once upon a time was something that was impactful for me on a flat screen. Uh, but flat screen has sort of like lost its luster a little bit for me. I'm like, oh yeah, here's another beautiful area. You know, it's like we've flat screen stuff spoiled. just looks good. Yeah, no, it just looks good all the time. And so when you see something that looks this good in VR, you're like, wow, this is really a huge step forward. And uh, and and I always like I always like the time period that we're in, the time period that we're coming to, which is sort of like, um, you know, we're sunsetting the PSVR one a little bit, and knowing full well that the PSVR two is you know on its way. Uh, and, and so, as you said, this is when developers really come to terms with 
uh, with the hardware and really like push it to its to its absolute limit. And then we get something that looks this good. Uh, so congratulations. As far as I'm concerned, you know, <laughs> you guys are the first team that's really, really, really shown people what uh, PSVR is capable of outside of like maybe IO Interactive um, seeing Hitman 3. Uh, in the PSVR 1 headset saying, oh, wow, people don't even realize that the PSVR 1 headset is capable of this sharp of resolution. Uh, so, and, you know, and, and so being able to pair that with these beautiful worlds and everything else, it's just, just amazing. And it really is going to be such a great way to send PSVR 1 off um, into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate the kind words, and I'll, I'll definitely pass it on to the team. Thanks. Uh, so uh, the reload system in this game, very, uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm one of those guys that loves video games, but I'm not a gun nut. I I, I don't I don't own guns, and so like you, you know the the reloading uh, for for a lot of games, uh, it's important to people. I think it's important to people to feel the immersion, to feel the realism, to be able to like manually reload the guns, and I get that. Um, but somehow I think Fract uh, took that that people that really want that realism and 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 they paired it with what I want as a gamer. And, and created a very, very cool reload system. Uh, can you kind of explain how that works for people? Uh, yeah, so it was very, it was a very much conscious choice. Um, so we are very much of the mind that role-playing immersion are really important to VR. Um, like Phantom Cover Ops, for example. Cat's hail. Hello. Yeah, don't, don't mind Tornado. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, like in Phantom Cover Ops, um, you had to be slow and considered, and that made sense for that world. Um, but it just wouldn't have made sense here. So we didn't want players fumbling with gun pouches, uh, trying to find a spare magazine when it is so fast-paced. Mm -hmm. um, we did an experiment with it, like I say. Uh, but it, it just didn't fit with the game world we were trying to make. Um, so when you uh, reload, um, or when you yeah, waste your magazine, you need to reload. The clip is just uh, hanging right there, sort of ready to grab and go. Um, you, the weapons are interactive, so our core weapons are reloadable and interactive. And they're just really fun to use. So that's pistol, SMG. Um, you can slam a new magazine in, um, prime it, ready to go. Um, then there's special weapons as well, like the revolver, that sort of really pack a punch. And I think um, hopefully there's something for everyone. Um, a lot has gone in. A lot of thought went into each weapon and how it can um, impact certain certain scenarios and how it can help with certain enemy types as well. Um, so, for example, when you look at the pistol, um, you can see actually through the grip the, how many uh, rounds you have left um, but if you're too busy, if you're being shot at and you're fending off the fract um, you can actually hear audibly that you're running out due to the tone change um, so I mean like you say fract definitely isn't like a military simulator it's not meant to be like uh, yeah, you strip, feel strip a weapon <laughs> um, but it's I think a really fun FPS uh, action adventure and there's definitely consideration that's gone in for both camps to find a nice balance yeah i definitely think that's going to satisfy both type of gamers uh, i love the reload system in this it's very it feels very very natural i've got to ask you whenever there's a game that is this ambitious i know that generally a lot of stuff gets left on the cutting room floor uh, can you tell me one cool thing that didn't make it into the final build effect uh potentially uh so there's uh, so as you say, as with many games, there's things that don't make the final product. I mean, that could be for a number of reasons, not just that um, maybe it was fun, fun in theory, but when you actually implemented it, maybe not so much. Or maybe the direction of the project just changed and it doesn't fit anymore. Um, 
In terms of, of specifics, um, the end result of Fract and what we have is kind of exactly what we wanted to deliver on. There's no sort of filler content or gaps that had to be plugged, for example. Um, it's not so much something that was cut, um, but the art style chip was probably the biggest thing to change. Mm-hmm. Um, we were At one point, we were heading more towards realism. Uh, I mean, the, the early concepts of the game are actually more, uh, are actually closer to what the game looks like now. Um, but yeah, we started heading towards realism for a little while. Um, I've seen some early art that is quite, it's more visceral, uh, probably more in line with what you expect from like a FPS shooter, like um, bodies strewn across the snow, red blood, uh, soaked snow. Um, but yeah, ultimately it didn't fit the tone. It wasn't It wasn't really the fracked personality we wanted. Um, so we thought that the um, stepping into a graphic novel energy that Fract kind of has now is much more suited to the yeah to the eighties cheese. <laughs> That's a good comparison, graphic novel. All right, well, Jimmy, thank you so so much for hanging out with us. Congratulations on your your position at End Dreams. Uh, it's been just awesome to talk to you, and and I mean, you couldn't have joined End Dreams at a better time. I don't think this is shockingly impressive as far as PSVR is concerned, uh, and I think that everyone out there is going to be really really excited for Fract. Um, I do want to ask you, uh, from from the community standpoint, we ask everybody who I interview uh, to give a little little meow for all the game cats out there. Okay, I'm gonna compose myself. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. It's nice. I <laughs> it like that. Bad. It's good. <laughs> Awesome. All right. All right, you guys. Well, be very, very excited for Fract uh, coming coming to PlayStation VR shortly. Uh, it'll be out on August 20th. Uh, don't forget to pre-order if you want to get early access. August 17th. Price will be $30 for the standard edition and $35 for the deluxe edition. Thank you again, Jimmy. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a total pleasure having you here. Thank you for having me.